Hey friends and happy Monday. I want to change your view on starting off your work week. If you are typically someone who dreads Mondays, you're not excited about going into the workplace, I want to help you change your view and mindset on Mondays. These Monday messages are intended for you to take immediate action or have thought prompts to where you're able to think of exactly what you would want or what you would do in a certain situation. Because the more preparation we have around different things that might come up in the workplace, you're going to be better prepared in those scenarios. I'm going to start releasing some of these episodes and I want to hear your feedback if you're enjoying these. If so, please share with someone who you think might also enjoy these messages because more downloads equals more interest and I will keep doing the Monday morning messages. I want to make things impactful for you and helpful for you and I understand that not everyone is commuting into the office right now and maybe you can't find time to listen to some of the longer episodes and these shorter ones are going to be exactly what you need. So let's jump into today's Monday message. I'm going to talk to you really quickly about how to be happier at work. This is in a follow-up to some previous Monday messages where I had mentioned some things and said I would go a little bit deeper. All right, so three steps today that you can do to be happier at work. A previous episode, like I mentioned, I talked about are you happy at work and mentioned a couple of things, but I didn't give you specifics on what you could do as a step-by-step to be happier at work. So the first step is what do you like doing and how can you do more of that? I would write out a list of things that you enjoy doing or maybe even write out a list of all of your responsibilities and prioritize them. What do you like doing the best? What do you like doing the least? And prioritize those so that you can really see on paper in written format of what you like doing the most. And as a reminder for that, I want you to really think of what brings you happiness while you're doing those things. Because there might be things, and I'm sure there are certainly things, that you do really well. But it doesn't mean that you enjoy the work. So I want to be clear of that. Sometimes we forget to truly reflect on what we enjoy. And we think of what everyone else says that we're good at. And we start focusing on those things. I've been... I've been someone who has done that many times in my career, getting sucked up in, oh my gosh, they think I do so great at this, so I'm going to keep doing that instead of thinking what actually fuels me, what actually fills my cup versus draining or taking from my cup. So thinking about that as well because there are certainly things that we can do really well, but it doesn't mean that it brings us joy in the process. So that's the first step. What do you like doing and how do you do more of that? And then the second step is what can you do less of? Pretty obvious. Prioritizing what you like to do and deprioritizing what you don't like to do. And both of these are huge in your communication with your leader. They aren't going to know particularly what you like doing unless you share what you like doing. Now, this is where it comes into play where they could say, oh, I really love that you do this. You do this so well. And then because you do it so well, I'm going to give you more work 
in these areas that I am seeing that you're doing well, but they may not fully understand or see the other areas that you're doing well, or maybe that bring you more happiness and how can you get better at those areas that you actually enjoy? So having those conversations with your leader saying, Hey, I actually don't really love pulling this report and typing in the numbers and sharing it with the team. Something like basic data reporting is not really interesting to me. I actually like to dig a little bit deeper and get into patterns or kind of think a little bit bigger picture or the impact or whatever it might be as a random example when it comes to data. But that is something where you can communicate why it is that you don't like doing that task instead of saying oh I don't like it I feel like millennials especially get a bad rap on that as far as saying oh I don't like doing it I'm just not going to do it but you're communicating hey I'm still going to do this work because I know it needs to get done but I wanted to let you know if there's anyone else on the team who enjoys reporting on this data and you know not needing a whole lot of deeper thought into this it's a little bit more surface level if someone else wants to do this reporting and they feel like it's something that's giving them that joy maybe that's higher up on their list of things that they enjoy doing or it would be if they had the opportunity so that's where I'm going to say be open with your communication with your boss so that when things are changing they know okay Nicole likes working on these things Nicole does not like working on these things so instead of giving her tasks that she doesn't like, I'm going to try to find other team members who would actually like that work and then give Nicole work that she has communicated she enjoys, right? It's all about that communication. And I will tell you from my own experience that I've been on both ends. I've been on the end where my boss offloads a lot of extra work to me that I don't really care for but I did anyways because I thought it would help me look better which it did but I feel like if I would have been more proactive in my communication of things that I liked versus what I wasn't really as big of a fan of I would have been able to do more work that I actually enjoyed in the process and still stood out because I would have been happier doing that work. And then I've been on the other side as a leader and delegating work to people again by assuming what they liked or did well because I could see what was going well and that was helpful for my team or my bottom line or my team stats or whatever that was. But I didn't always communicate, do you actually like doing this? Does it bring you happiness? Does it make you excited to come into work? And if not, let's look into other things that we can give you in the interim. Or if you want to take this on, you know, I want to be aware of how I can get you more things that you're actually interested in. And the last thing I'm going to talk about is cross-training. And people mention this. And people refer to this in all sorts of different ways. You could do something like a side-by-side or cross-training or cross-department one-on-ones. Whatever the lingo is for your company, this is helpful as well because if you haven't listened to the episode with Megan Merritt, she talks about are you on the right bus but in the wrong seat as a metaphor. It's the episode, it's not you, it's the job. So go check that out. It was probably within the last, I don't know, couple of months. So not too far back. If you want to scroll through or search that in your podcast, uh, we'll see how good it searches for you. That one was great because she used 
a metaphor that was so helpful in the HR world of really deciding if it's not a right fit for you, maybe it's the role, it's not actually you, and you need to find another seat, she referenced, on the bus. Instead of finding a whole new bus and starting over, finding a seat, and then maybe even having to find another seat within that new bus, you're on your current bus, you're with your current company, and now you're deciding, is this seat the right seat for me, or am I more interested in another seat and the best way to do that and understand what other departments you might be interested in is doing cross training because that can also help you prioritize okay if this team is really heavily I'll stick with the data reference if this team is heavily into data analytics data reporting or whatever that might be I'm going to want to know how they're looking at their data. What's their thought process? What's important to them when reporting on that data so that I can then go back to my boss and again with the communication, let them know, hey, I want to do more work in regards to deeper dives into data reporting on our team. If that's ever a possibility, I would love to throw my name in the hat and to be an option for that to be something that's a side project for me. For today's episode, it comes down to understanding what really is motivating you. So often we are very reactive to the work that needs to get done. And when we sit down and have a moment to think, what actually do I like doing at work? It can send you through a little bit of a life crisis, if I'm being honest, because if you haven't ever thought about it before and you've only been reactive up until this point, again, I've been there so I can, I know what it's like, but I want to bring that more to the front, but I want to bring that up because I want more of you to have a moment of reflection, sit back and realize what's making you happy at work and what isn't filling your cup and being able to start having those conversations with your leader and then also incorporate and include those cross-training opportunities and get to know and learn about these different departments within your organization if you're wanting to grow because that's a really great way to start having the conversations to say, What did you do to stand out? What was your process in moving up and moving forward in this company so that you know what to expect or how to prepare and to get yourself ready so that when an opportunity arises, it's not a surprise when you apply for that position. All right, I'll leave you with that today and I hope you have a great rest of your week. Thank you so much for tuning into the Monday message. If it was impactful for you or gave you an aha moment or that light bulb turned on where you thought this is exactly what I needed to hear today, please share it with a friend and have them tune into it as well. These are short and quick and meant to be easily digestible for you to help you along in your career. I continue to tell myself that I wish that there was more of this when I was going through all of my ups and downs in my early career, so I know it's going to be beneficial for any of your friends or family members going through the same. Until next week, see you later.